Welcome everyone and you're listening to Punchline, the show that brings you poetry and perspective for the young and the young at heart. I am your host, Hannah Flores, the poet. Now let's get started. Alright, so for today's episode, it is going to be focused on mental health and a lot about burnout because I don't think people talk about academic burnout or really any type of burnout there is out there and how prevalent it is in today's society and how real and amplified it is in today's young people. There's so much of it going around and we need to talk about this more and talk about mental health more. I know that yesterday was Bell Let's Talk Day for those who are unfamiliar with it here in Canada. Bell Media has a day and a hashtag where basically every year they try to raise money through donating five cents for every text message that is sent out or for resharing the hashtag or reposting some of their content that focuses on bringing awareness to mental health. Now, I have mixed reviews and mixed feelings about the whole Bell Let's Talk Day, not because of the good intentions that I believe that they have or that the initiative is trying to bring awareness to an issue that is very important to talk about and sparking that initial conversation to have with someone else about your mental well-being, but I think it's more so how they're doing it, like the execution. So, you know, where is this money going? How can we keep track of where these resources are being sent? Is there really going to be a large community benefit for this? Yes, they do raise a lot of money, but I think when a large corporation is attached to um, an issue that is very prevalent in terms of our health because mental health is part of healthcare. We can't separate the two. It's the same thing. We need to treat it the same way as we would with other healthcare issues. So I think that personally, we just need to be aware of where we're putting our money and how we're engaging in activism for mental health because some people feel that reposting a video um, made by whatever organization is enough but it's not we need to make sure that we're continuing the conversation past um bell let's talk day which was yesterday so it only makes sense that i would put up this episode today so we can continue that conversation because i feel that everybody was engaging in um raising awareness about mental health and the importance of checking up on those who you love and you know, being um, a good listener for somebody to talk to and sending out resources for people to use. That's all important, but we need to continue it and it can't all be performative. Some of it is, but not most of it is not, which is great, but we still need to minimize how much performative um, elements there are to it and really get down to the, um, the core of the issue. So, to be honest, 11.59 p.m. deadlines do not scare me anymore. At this point, academic burnout seems inevitable. As a high school senior applying to university in the middle of a global pandemic, for one, motivation is really hard to find at times. With quarantine isolation, seasonal depression, and senioritis weighing down on a lot of us, some find it difficult to remain engaged in class online. 
Each day becomes a repetitive nightmare, sitting in front of a computer screen for nearly six hours straight. With Zoom class after Zoom class, seems like a special place in purgatory made just for Gen Z kids. Apathy has set in, not just for students, but also for teachers as well. As the pandemic went on and grew larger by the minute, I noticed more and more people lose their spark. The once shining and glimmering smiles that would glow through the computer screen seem to have dulled at this point. Here in Toronto, or in Canada at least, um, there are different ways of running the school system. So there's quadmesters, there's semesters. Um, I go to a semestered school, so that's why we're sem our semester has come to an end. And um, I know a lot of other people signed up for quadmasters and other school boards, and some people are kind of in between school boards where they're not, they don't feel like they're in a school, but they're still doing all online from the beginning. So they never did the hybrid model where um, half of their time was in class in person in the mornings when things weren't so bad before the holidays, and then they would go home for lunch and um, do online classes, which is what I did originally, but I switched to all online just for personal reasons and safety reasons. Um, but yeah, it's definitely seemed to have been, um, all the smiles have been replaced with blank screens and muted mics. I know a lot of teachers have that, um, that little joke going around about how their class is like, um, Dora, where basically they ask a question to all of the blank screens or whoever is out there and they end up answering their own question. It's it's really sad sometimes and I feel bad for teachers at times when nobody's speaking. I try to participate in class as much as I can, but you know, it gets to a point for me obviously where I don't want to be the only one speaking in class. Um, I'd hope that other people would chime in. But, you know, um, I'll wait a little bit and then if nobody answers, then maybe I'll add in my two cents or I'll just type something in the chat or say something really quickly. Just at least so the teachers feel like acknowledged and they can see that the students are engaged and we're there. Sometimes people are just shy. I know a lot of people are shy to type in the chat, especially if they type something and they feel that it was a mistake or it was a wrong answer. And then it's just sitting there in the chat and everybody can look at it. And it's like, oh my gosh, why are you guys still staring at my mistake that I typed in the chat, you know? Or even like I've made a couple small typos in the chat where like my answer wasn't wrong, but sometimes I would like just mix up one of the letters because I was typing really fast and you know, it, <laughs> you do get that feeling sometimes or um, I don't know, some people are just shy or they think it's awkward. Some people have internet problems and they can't turn on their mics or they don't have cameras on their computers. Um, so yeah, the, everybody, it's kind of all up in the air in terms of why kids aren't turning on their cameras or why they don't respond. I think it's a lot of different factors, but it's definitely gotten to a point where some, where a lot of people seem to have cameras up and on in the beginning, but now it's like everybody's kind of tired and drained and they don't feel like it anymore. I mean, how many people have their cameras on in your class? Let me know on social media, my Instagram account at Mosaic Media Productions or my personal account at Hannah Flores the Poet. 
um, or by leaving a voice memo on Anchor, which is another platform that I use to distribute this podcast. Now, for my classes, I can count all of the people with cameras on with my two hands for all of my classes. <laughs> Not very many people in my world, but I mean, it is what it is. And I wouldn't be surprised if your numbers were around the same or lower than mine. In this virtual school environment, solving derivatives or analyzing Ernest Hemingway falls in between these failures of trying to keep us engaged when all of this learning is done over the computer and there's no face-to-face -face really connection and we're not in a specific setting. Not everybody has a great setting at home and that's understandable. Um, so sometimes it seemed like school was almost like a safe place for people to go where they didn't have to worry about stresses at home or distractions and all of that. A lot of people, um, wouldn't, they can't study at home. So before the pandemic happened, they would go to the library or they would spend time after school. Um, they would go to a park and sit at a bench and do homework or something like that just to get away from their home. So it's definitely, um... A variable for everybody in terms of their home environment and I'm grateful that I have a great environment but um, I hope that anybody who is struggling with their situation will come out of it stronger and that um, they'll pull through um, I mean even though many tried to maintain good grades and focus in class, each new assignment and assessment just becomes an added burden to an already overly cluttered to-do list. Like, especially with the pandemic, things have seemed to have been piling up more than ever. Even, even before all of this happened, it just seems like there's so much work. Um, during these moments, I miss days when I used to look forward to just going through the hallways to get to a class early or having a whole lot of stuff to carry up and down the stairs, striking up a conversation with a lot of different people in the hallways that I would pass by. And I miss going on walks at lunch with my friends outside and going to spoken word competitions. These are all things that I wish I could do now, but obviously for everyone, it's all one and the same. With the future being so uncertain, we can't help but ask, what's the point? And I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have maybe asked this question if you were experiencing burnout. And the prospects of having a normal senior year of high school or even freshman year of university pretty much seems unlikely after a long and treacherous academic journey. I've made it to the end with little hope left to carry me through the year in terms of hoping for a sense of normalcy to end off my high school year or high school experience um normally because you know more than likely we're not going to have a prom it doesn't look like we're going to have a graduation ceremony and if we do it'll either be virtual or it'll be later um, like in the fall when we've already gone and left and gone our separate ways after high school and we've officially graduated. Um, of course, everybody wants to walk across the stage in front of a crowd and in front of their parents, their family, and accept their diploma and, you know, give a handshake to the principal and all of that, or, and their teachers, of course. But, you know, it's that's really not a reality right now 
and um, obviously the nerdy, outspoken, book-loving freshman that I was would never have expected to find myself here. Um, because of this realization, I decided to go into battle against this academic burnout. I have experienced burnout, I think, about maybe two times so far just with this semester of just things piling up and obviously a lot of things that I have outside of school, but I feel like it wasn't so much that I was procrastinating. I'm not a procrastinator. As soon as I get something, I'm just glued to it and I start working on it um, just to save myself. Um, I've never had to be, like even that's why I'm not really scared and I never really was scared of 11.59 p.m. deadlines, but now they really don't scare me because at this point we're just numb to 11.59 p.m. deadlines and um, deadlines that overlap and obviously um, sometimes teachers can't really coordinate um, when assignments are due based on what other classes you have. I know they try to do their very best, but at the end of the day, there's so many students out there who probably have the same problem and it's, you, it's impossible to make everybody happy in their best situation at times. So everybody's doing the best that they can and that's really all we can do. Although normalcy may not return for a while, discovering ways to reinvigorate my academic interest and other interests mitigates the lack of motivation that I think a lot of people are experiencing right now. Rather than staring at a ceiling or refreshing all of my university application portals every 30 minutes, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are guilty of doing for those who are in their senior year of high school, or even if you're um, in university and you're applying to grad school or you're applying to another program, you're switching majors, whatever it may be. I take bits and pieces of interesting information from a class every now and then and, and explore it on my own. I have a couple books um, that I've been reading um, in regards to biology or science. And actually I discovered that I really, really enjoy um, molecular genetics i think the topic is really cool so i've actually been reading this book called hacking darwin i know it sounds kind of it might sound a little silly but i think it's a good book to expand on one of the topics that we covered in class um and you know i have the freedom to explore whatever topic i want outside of school right so it's just a book that i've kept on the side that i've been reading and um referencing just for my own interest um of course you all know that i love reading and more than anything i love writing <laughs> i've written so many new poems about all kinds of things and i can't wait to share them all with you and on my youtube channel or with this podcast um i've started painting again and drawing again which has been very peaceful because i put zero pressure on myself when it comes to my art i find that the pressure built up because of the high expectations that I have for myself, not even pressure from anybody else. Like my mom is so supportive and she does not want to put any pressure on me to do anything that I don't want to do. Um, she's never been that type of person to just, you know, put me in the pressure cooker and, um, you know, put me under so much stress or whatever. She's always been the one to try to alleviate my stress um that i put on myself sometimes so i've just been trying to let go of a lot of the high expectations that i have for myself and just 
realizing and internalizing truly like i know we say this to ourselves but do we really believe it that you know let me just do my best and that's the best i can do right so even though i sometimes have an issue finding the time i make it a point to carve out a small portion of my day to dedicate it towards um, miscellaneous or recreational activities i recently just finished i know i'm kind of late for this but um i just finished watching the queen's gambit on netflix so amazing i highly recommend that you watch it if you haven't and by the end of it i guarantee you that you will be interested in chess i like the game i don't really play it that much but i think it's fascinating and it was a great um series to watch so i really hope that you guys um are finding things to entertain yourselves whether it's youtube or netflix or whatever just finding something that you enjoy and just indulging in it like who cares if you're not really learning anything from it or if it's just a movie whatever you just find something where you don't feel like you have to be doing it and it's just something purely for fun these brief moments of relaxation break through the mundane monotony of the school day and remind me to feel less guilty about enjoying my own personal time just being myself and just relaxing like don't feel guilty for relaxing if all you did today was get up, brush your teeth, and take a nap. That's enough because that's all you felt like doing that day. And you can't, at the end of the day, I don't think you can really push yourself to a limit where you're not doing things that you need to do and that your body's telling you not to do. If you need rest, your body will tell you that you are tired and you should sleep. If you're hungry, go eat something. It's simple so just listen to yourself and yeah think about putting yourself first and not trying to please other people or to live up to this high expectation that doesn't even exist sometimes this personal time is best spent with another person virtually of course because well with the whole physical distancing thing each day i text my friends to remind myself of the beauty of human interaction um, whether it's a goofy or a philosophical conversation, I don't know. I enjoy having the opportunity to engage in a wholesome exchange of words. In essence, I feel less alone. And obviously, you shouldn't isolate yourself to the point where you're not speaking to anyone. You should be talking to other people. Even if you play games online and you're just chatting with people who are playing the game at the same time with you or you're talking to other people on different teams or whatever it is um i know among us is a really popular game and a lot of us enjoy playing it so you know you can meet um and talk to new people through games if that's what you're interested in or you can pick up a new hobby um we're all share our thoughts worries and dreams right now through the phone screen and after two hours of talking and giggling well into the night or just past my bedtime because why not <laughs> my spirit gains solace in knowing that a good conversation never fails to restore my faith in humanity and in myself yet i guess the most difficult part of all of this is finding the energy to re-energize yourself this paradox often prevents people from escaping academic burnout. However, I will admit that as 
cliche as this might sound, appreciating the little things in life actually does give you something to look forward to every day. Um, yeah, whether you research the life story of an estranged author from a book that you really liked, or revisit your old love of YA dystopian novels, stay up late until 3 a.m. to talk on the phone with your friends, I promise you that your spark will return very soon. And with that, that is a wrap. I guess you beat me to the punchline. I'm your host, Hannah Flores, the poet, and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you stay well and you stay safe. And remember to continue the conversation on mental health because in a lot of homes, it is often a taboo conversation. In many cultures, it is also a taboo conversation. But if you or anyone you know is going through something, then do not hesitate to reach out to seek out um, third-party resources kids help phone is out there and available there are counselors that you could talk to youth counselors your guidance counselors from school you can set up zoom meetings with your doctor or with a therapist or whoever you want to talk to talk to family members talk to friends talk to anyone who you trust and feel comfortable with because at the end of the day we don't spend enough time putting ourselves first so just look out for yourself and stay safe so i hope you guys take away something from this and that you enjoyed today's episode punchline is available on all streaming platforms out there available to you and thank you for um my sponsors and my supporters for um giving me this platform and i'm really excited to be putting out more content for you guys it is almost february we're almost one month into um 2021 and it's going to be black history month very soon so i'm very excited for the content that i'm going to be putting out in february you guys i hope you guys will be blown away and i hope you guys will find that it resonates with you anyways stay safe and stay well and thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great day.